It's probably fitting to start by acknowledging some great news for our parish. Uh, Many of you have probably heard, but many also have not heard, that our former pastor, Father Dan Felton, has been appointed by the Pope to be the Bishop of Duluth, Minnesota. So to be a bishop, it's pretty cool to have a former pastor be a bishop. And he'll be ordained up there on May 20th. So keep him in your prayers. And one fact, fun fact about the difference between a priest and a bishop is that when a priest starts Mass, if you remember beginning Mass today, the priest says, the Lord be with you. But when a bishop starts Mass, the greeting is, peace be with you. Peace be with you. The same words that Jesus used when greeting the disciples after his resurrection. So, God is good. God is very good. And actually, God is a lot of things. Uh, Today, especially, we focus in on God's mercy. Today is Divine Mercy Sunday. The church wants to teach us that above all other attributes, God is merciful. So what I propose to focus in on today is the connection between the mercy of God and the peace of Christ. Mercy and peace. And to put it simply, the connection is that trusting in God's mercy brings peace to the soul. Trusting in God's mercy brings peace to the soul. There is a nun, in fact, a nun named uh, a sister, right, religious sister named Sister Faustina, now Saint Faustina, who lived in Poland and received visions of Jesus in her prayer beginning in around the 1930s. And Jesus told Sister Faustina a lot about God's mercy. And he told her that, quote, mankind will not have peace until it turns with trust to my mercy. And Jesus told her, quote, I am love and mercy itself. And Jesus gave her this image here that we have up on the screen, this image of divine mercy to show, told her to have it painted. The, the red and the white rays are coming from Jesus's pierced side, which was pierced by the lance at his crucifixion, right? And he's raising his hand in blessing towards us. And these rays of red and white stand for water and blood, which flowed from his side on the cross. The water and blood coming towards us to cleanse us from sin and to feed us. So, he also told Sister Faustina to have the words, Jesus, I trust in you, put at the bottom. If Jesus is love and mercy itself, then saying Jesus, I trust in you means Jesus, I trust in love and mercy. And if trusting in mercy brings peace to the soul, how do we get that? How do we experience and receive God's mercy? Well, the answer is that we receive it especially in the sacraments of confession and communion. Again, symbolized by the red and white, the water and blood. In what Jesus told St. Faustina, he also said that he wanted the first Sunday after Easter to be declared the Feast of Mercy. That's this Sunday, right? This Divine Mercy Sunday. 
that Pope John the Paul II actually took these words, this vision from St. Faustina, and declared this feast for the church. And Jesus said that whoever receives, goes to confession and receives communion on this day in the state of grace would receive total remission of their sins and punishment due to them, no matter how big one has sinned. That's a pretty amazing offer. So, confession, communion, the great ways of mercy. So it's fitting that our gospel today takes place in the upper room, and we hear how Jesus gives his disciples explicit authority to forgive sins. The first thing he's doing after the resurrection, he goes to his disciples, he breathes on them, saying, receive the Spirit, and then he says, whose sins you forgive are forgiven, and whose sins you retain are retained. We understand this to be the institution of the sacrament of confession. Right? So how would the disciples know what sins to forgive if they weren't told them out loud, right? We receive God's mercy tangibly in confession with the certain words of forgiveness spoken by Jesus through the priest. And that brings peace to the soul. Okay, so we have confession, which started in the upper room. But also in the upper room, what, was, what else did Jesus institute? He instituted the Eucharist, which brings us always right to the Mass. The Eucharist is the source and summit of our faith taking place in the Mass. So how does the Mass bring us peace? Well, one of the parts of the Mass is called the Rite of Peace. Let's just think through that for a minute, the Rite of Peace. At the consecration, through the words of Jesus, the bread and wine become the flesh and blood of Jesus sacrificed for us on the cross. Then we sing the great Amen. After that, we stand in the prayer posture of the risen Christ and recite the Our Father. And then the rite of peace begins. We're going to hear the priest pray to God, asking him to graciously grant us peace in our days by the help of his mercy. And then something very interesting happens. Now, now pay attention here. So if you didn't know that during the Mass, all the prayers of the Mass are directed to God the Father. But at, that, at this point in the rite of peace, the priest begins praying to Jesus because Jesus is there present on the altar. So the priest says to Jesus in prayer, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you, Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, and graciously grant us peace and unity. Right? That's prayed right to Jesus on the altar. And then immediately after that, we come to the solemn blessing of peace. Passed from the priest, from the altar, from Jesus to the priest, the peace of the Lord be with you always. So when the priest says that, it's not just a common greeting, but it's the extent of peace coming from Christ extending to each one of us. And then finally, when the priest or deacon says, let us offer each other the sign of peace, what each of us does at that point is manifest or to show one another the peace, communion, and charity that we share as Christians. 
We outwardly express in a solemn way what we inwardly have received from Jesus. This peace which flows from the mercy of God, which makes us of one mind and heart. Okay, so you might be thinking, Father Kevin, that sounds so nice, but we aren't officially doing the sign of peace yet. Well, good news. Today we are starting the sign of peace again. So that's why I'm kind of walking through it a little bit. Now keep in mind that we're going to do it reverently. The sign of peace is part of the Mass, right? It's not a break from Mass, so it's not a time to chat or offer holiday greetings. It's not a time to flirt. I was guilty of that when I was a little one. It's not a a time to walk around, to leave our place, right? But rather, it's that same sign of peace of Christ gave to his disciples, which we receive here, passed from the sacrificed and risen Christ on the altar, extended to one another as the body of Christ. So when we get to that point, it's really good to make eye contact these days, right? We can make a, a solemn, simple wave or bow. We can, with those who we live with, give a handshake or some touch and say the words, peace be with you, or simply peace or peace of Christ, all the while remembering what we are just about to do. We will be just about to receive our Lord Jesus in the Eucharist. So in conclusion, let us let this day be uh, a, a time to place deeper trust in Jesus, who is love and mercy itself. And when Jesus greets us by saying, peace be with you, what is the most appropriate response but to place complete trust in our Lord, saying, Jesus, I trust in you. So if you will, please together pray that prayer with me three times as we finish Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Jesus, I trust in you. Amen.